1: Oh, she's. Recorded live. Lee, is
2: that you? Hi. Uh, okay, so let me tell Kelly that she is on.
1: I'll be right. Hello. 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 Thank you. Hello,
3: hello. Hello.
4: Who's that?
3: It's El-
4: fabulous. This is Emily. I, ha- I had trouble getting in on the call. I know. I made, a, I made a boo-boo. I'll tell you
2: all. I'll be right back, ladies. Don't go. Okay. <laughs> and Donna's here, too.
3: Hello, Donna. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Oh,
2: good. Good and Jana is gonna join us in a minute and Coley also and I'll tell you exactly what happened.
1: So I want to know gonna, all about it. <laughs> <We> want to know? <laughs> uh,
2: yes. Okay. So this is this is what happened. Um, and it's you know. It's, so the first thing is huge apologies to everybody because it was totally my mistake and I realized exactly what was going on, and it's that. I created uh, two conference lines, one that is, that, is um, that EFT Level 3 and one is that EFT le- uh, Mastery Level, you know, EFT Mastery Level 3, and I got them confused. So that's why I jumped on board on one and I scheduled one, but the issue that why we have to get on this one is because this one is just for us, where the other one was for the recording for the training.
1: I see.
2: Uh so that's uh so with that what I want to say is like we're, we we tripped in a little bit and I'm so so um and so sorry that it caused him you know some boo-boos there um and I have to tell you one of the things that happens is that sometimes when we tr- attempt to do some, or too many things <laughs> um we make mistakes so yep um, yeah, kind yeah. Of, because it ever, I probably never happened to any of
3: you, right? No, no, just you. We are so perfect, <laughs> <laughs> or we do so
1: little things. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what
2: happened because we had two. I got confused. I, I, you know, I created the call for the other one, and then it went. I'm so glad, Donna, that you also mentioned it because it was like, oh, shoot, that's what I did. Okay, so here we are, and uh, welcome to everybody. And I'm really uh, I'm thrilled that you that you're all here, and I'm thrilled that you're patient with me because i uh I just messed up <laughs> that's exactly what happened so um and I think that Jenna is gonna be here in a second, and she's probably hearing us already I'm so happy that and Don, I have to say I am not i wasn't i didn't have the time um I didn't have to uh the time to to look at your da- um the document you created, but I just opened it and it looks beautiful. So that's the one piece I, I have to say. Um and I'm very interested in looking at it and seeing um what work, what you changed. It sounds like it's a lot more uh detailed than what we created, which is very good. Um and and it makes a lot of sense. I think that um it has has anybody looked at it, or do you have any questions about it?
3: it? It it meaning.
4: I did. This is Emily. I did look at it, and it looks great. I it was very impressive, Donna.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's a beautiful and wonderful, knowledgeable achiever, which means like she's she's very good at getting. Um, uh, it's it's just really really cool. I love it. So I'm gonna. It's great. I'm definitely going to look at it and uh, tell you if there's any feedback. The one thing I I changed already is that between the word matrix and reimprinting, I'm putting empowering uh, to make it a little bit to for two reasons: more to make it a little bit more our own and um, bring in the piece that uh, is so important um, about the you know the really the empowering piece, which the regular matrix doesn't cover but also because it is important to differentiate because we, this was not a matrix we're training. That in itself takes, like, I think it's two or three days just on that. Um, which I have to say, we have learned that it would have been beautiful to have two days to cover matrix instead of just one. Um, and, you know, we we're all. this was our first level three, and you were a little bit our guinea pigs. Um, a little bit of logistics, ladies. The uh the one thing is because I would love to have a really great recording, I could mute you from over here. But if it's easy for you to just mute yourself, um, you know, I'm gonna you know, I can I'm I'm gonna mute you all just to give the, the intro for everybody and to see how we're gonna work today. Um but you know, if you're moving around or you're writing or whatnot, if you can just mute yourself and then the minute that you wanna talk just speak up. Um, I can, you know, there there is a way to raise your hand, but we're such a beautiful small group that I'm very happy to just have each other interrupt. So, uh, first thing that I would love for everybody to check in. We're going to do a brief check in to see, like I posted on the Facebook page, where are you at? What have you noticed, uh, both in a personal way and professional way, since the training? And within that have you used e f t or matrix uh for yourself or with a client what did you know how did it go um and um and is what is you know what is going on for you what questions have come up for you and especially what successes you've noticed you know and that's something that I always always co- uh, um cover and it's so important to talk about and I definitely want to hear um what is it that you most want to get from these six weeks? Um, and I have to share with you that one, you know a couple. Of, I run this group in level one and two several times. And if there is a use for everybody, we can continue. So if we see you know what, these six weeks is fabulous, we want to uh, keep going and have the supervision support. We can definitely talk about that. And that could even—I have to work on this piece. It could even work as supervision hours. Uh, So I look—I'm looking on that because I'm I'm having to do some, um, you know, little little paperwork things. Um, The other piece that I wanted to cover is: feel free to use that Facebook page to post things. I know that we all have so much going on, and uh, and you know, there's so much going on in Facebook and so on that it's like I. Um, I know that it's not always easy, but it, it is really great to add to that page if you notice something. Let's say you're working with a client, and the moment that you finish, you say, wow, you know what? In that moment, I had no idea what to do, or I did this, and I wonder if it was the right thing. Is there a different option or a different way of doing it? Anything that comes up, I find that it would be a, almost like a, a bulletin board for us to just you know, post the notes. And we can help each other, you know, and really encourage each other. I encourage each other to post because something that has, you know, I have my years of experience, but you know, each of you have your experience that can contribute, and that's what this is about. It's something about growing as, growing together. And uh, I'll offer my guidance, that all the all my experience. Um, again, we definitely have to talk about confidentiality, even super briefly. Um, because it's very important. There may be personal issues that come up. Um, There may be a session that we decide to actually practice, even on the phone, and everybody else gets borrowing benefits. So that may be another possibility, and I want us to know that this is a sacred container and whatever is here stays here. Because of that, I'm going to ask you that the recordings, please, you are the only ones listening to these, that you're not sharing the recordings, uh, so we protect each other's confidentiality. And um, let's see if I'm uh, am covering everything that I wanted to. Um, I think that may be it. I'm really uh, I'm really thrilled to get started. And uh, and this is about the more that you bring in, the more that we get out. And uh, it's usually it, it most likely it's going to be ninety minutes. Everybody, if somebody needs to be uh, to leave early, you you know I'm constantly looking at the Facebook page. So if you want to ask ask a question. Um, it's a great way of doing it because then we have it recorded. Like, you know, right now when so and so said something, this is what came up for me. Uh, I would like to go first because I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Whatever, whatever may be going on, uh, that's going to be our like the way that we connect. Um, and I think that it's great because then it, it stays there and it's rec- um, recorded. So I'm going to unmute all of you and, um, and I would
3: love to hear from anybody that is ready um i can talk um i Wonderful. missed some of the um, hello yeah you you're me? here yeah. okay uh, it's guillen i missed a bit of the instruction that you gave because i don't know i'm on skype and it kicked me out so i just like came back to you a few minutes ago um do you want us to ask question about the the thing we learned on the level three the, so the, the
2: the things that I would love to hear from you is what has happened from, since you know the, the couple two three weeks since the uh, since the training. What have you noticed? Is there something that that you put into practice or you know any questions or anything that you have? Have you used DFT or, or metrics? What did you notice? What question you might have? Um, and of course, I would love to hear successes because it's always very very important to talk about that part. And what is the thing that you most would like to have to get
3: out of these six weeks,
2: out of this
1: time together?
2: Okay. Uh,
3: first, I use the roar um, tapping because that was new for me. I used it with my clients because I'm uh, I'm using the Matrix re imprinting in my one year program now, so that's great. Um, so it's uh, it's really interesting for people to be able to you know, like uh, yell and whatever. So it's good and they love it. Um, the word roar <laughs> was really interesting because I was talking to one of my clients and she was complaining about stuff and she was like, I don't see. And then I was like, okay, let's try this. And I I opened my manual <laughs> to go <laughs> step by step with her. You know, like this is the thing, like I've been doing this for 15 years, not tapping, but coaching so for me to tell them like, oh, I have this new stuff that I don't like, I don't know it by heart. I just like I have to take my notes and follow it. I mean, they don't feel like, oh, she doesn't know enough. You know, like they feel like, oh, I'm I'm lucky she has new stuff to bring to me. So so we did it. And oh, my God, that changed all our perspective around the issue. and And that helped her to to, to be able to feel free to rant because sometimes she was like, Oh, I'm complaining. I'm like, no, no, let's go. And then, and, and then I kind of tweak it because I use the, the other one that we use with Stefan on the FD level three, like they rant like they go to option and then they go back. No, 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 no. I cannot do this. So I, I did a bit of back and forth with her. <laughs> and then I went through the whole thing and it was great. Like the whole session. So, yeah, I mean, for me, this level three was exactly what I I needed to help the people I'm working with to go to another level. So that's great. Um, And I tried with the person, you know, like the question I asked you about going straight to the womb, womb. we did, and it worked. And I, I did it the way Stefan does it, like we, like going back to like five years, four years, three years, and then in the womb. But then she started like feeling really nauseous and cry, and I was like, oh my god, keep tapping, keep breathing. But then I was like, I don't know what to do else. Like I mean, I was stuck there, so I was like, oh, the session is, is at the end now. <laughs> 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 so it took me like i knew that i didn't really know what to do in the womb so i was like we'll go like backwards it will take about 40 minutes to get there <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of fun but exactly what i kind of worried was like when when she's there i don't know what to do anymore with the matrix we're re- imprinting. like what do i do like she said that she's Perfect. all good yeah so that's the question I have. i don't know what to do from there no, that that's that's
2: perfect and I have done that uh, quite a few times and it's it's beautiful. It's really a beautiful experience. Um so what happened to get a little bit more clear, so you took her all the way to the womb yeah. and and what tell me what was the reason to actually
3: take her all the way there. Yeah. Because the thing yeah. is that there's many things. I mean, she had um um well, how you call this, uh you know, like a, a twin. She had a twin uh, when they were... Oh, well, yes. yes, I know. Yes. And at the birth, the twin, one of the twins didn't survive. So they were yes. together all the way through. But uh, she was the one that survived. And after her parents kind of told her that it's because she took everything from the other one, that the other one didn't survive. So she has like this guilt. And she felt that she needed to go back in the womb to kind of heal and then when she get back in the womb, she realized that she felt really good. And when she started feeling really bad was at one year. So I was like, you see, mm-hmm. for me, this is from where we have to start working. In the womb, you were good. But she, she like, emotion that came in, like, she was like, I never, like, in the womb, she felt safe and she felt protected and she felt good. And that would make, make her cry that much because she was like, I never had felt that in my life. It's the first time. So she really got that there. She was okay. And then when she was born, she was in an incubator for like um, nine mm-hmm. weeks, I think. And uh, and then after, like, at, at the moment she was in the incubator when she was like going backwards, uh, at that mm-hmm. moment, from this moment, she felt disconnected from her body. She felt that her body was like though. So you know, like there was nothing alive in her, but in yeah. the womb she felt really good so. that's perfect because
2: it it gives you so much information so i'll definitely i'll definitely talk about these and um it's like it's so you can work with someone in the womb itself, or you could actually uh, go back there and get clear on what is it that happened and I have a lot of thoughts about uh how to move forward for that, so absolutely um I'm going to cover that. And um, any, anything else, Gillian, that you'd like to, um, what is it that, is there something
3: specific that you would like to get from these six weeks? What do you. No, just having some uh, help when I get stuck and, and knowing like, this is for me really big because since I've been working with EFT, if I get stuck somewhere, like it's kind of no way to get unstuck. Like, yeah, for sure. I can share with other people, but this group, kind of help me to push a bit more just to, because now I know that if there's something going on, I can ask you the question. So that's great.
1: <laughs>
2: Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really, and really I... encourage you to use that Facebook page. So if something happens and it's between, you know, in the middle of the week, just, you know, uh, post it and I'll, you know, if I can answer and everybody could just jump in and I'll definitely cover it in the next, the next uh, time that we meet. So fabulous. And I'll definitely talk about I'm going to make myself a little note here so I don't want to forget Um, do you think it might be easier I'm just curious uh, would it be easier if I would get a question I I want to make sure that I hear from everybody so I'm going to get all the questions at the end is that okay with everybody right okay do you need does anybody need to jump off the call earlier or somebody's on a on a time crunch I do it's Jana okay okay so if that's okay go ahead we are all the years?
4: I, I probably have to, this is Emily, so probably 130 would be my limit today.
2: Okay. Perfect. So you will
4: go next. Is that okay? Sure.
2: Fabulous. Okay. Great. Thank you. So, Jana, tell us what are your successes and what has happened with EFT and Matrix since the training?
5: Okay, Um, so I was working with a friend of mine doing some practice with the matrix re-imprinting because she was really having a hard time with her, things with her mom and her inner child. So we went back to when she was like, um, I think it was four years old, and we just started working with it. She didn't feel safe, and she didn't feel cared for, and she always felt felt neglected. So we had her talk to herself, as you say, and that was my question I put on the Facebook page was the transitioning between each phase of matrix re-imprinting When's a good time to shift over because I felt like maybe I had her talk to herself and then her mom and then let her mom talk to her. I don't know. I mean, she got great results and she's just so grateful that she's starting to um, connect with her inner child and and um, do some of the work that she needs to do that way. She got great results, but I was feeling like, did I skip over something too quickly or did I, you know, so... it it was a very good experience and a very good practice for me just kind of to be aware of, Oh, did I miss something? But yet she still gained something from it. And she said to me, she goes, you know, this is more powerful than some of the other um, sessions you've done with me with tapping. It feels like it got down under my skin. So that was, that was really great to hear um for her so that was that was a good success but still yet i have those questions kind of of okay my transition phases of when i go from what part to what part um you know yeah
2: um, yeah that makes a lot So the one thing that I want to say for everybody, right, is that whenever we try something new, there's going to be moments where I'm like, am I doing this right? I'm not totally comfortable. It doesn't flow. It doesn't come naturally. And all of that is part of the journey. So I want to be super clear that be compassionate with yourself. Even, you know, clearly you did something right, even if you were, you know, a little bit uncomfortable or not quite knowing exactly if you did cover it all. And you still had amazing results. Yes, yeah. But I will definitely talk about transitioning and when is the right time and how to actually um, fine tune your, you know, your sessions so you feel that you're, you know, naturally moving forward and it, um, and it's, you know, you're accompanying the client as you're guiding them, right?
5: Yeah, I want to be more in the flow. I think with with that. Um, rather than, oh, i got to cover all points and make sure we get through it. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, absolutely, uh, yeah. of course, yeah. Yeah. yes.
5: So th- yeah. so that would be the one thing. Um, what I want to get in the six weeks is definitely, you know, like Yilin was saying, just knowing that there's help and guidance uh, along the way or interaction between us all of us on the Facebook page, you know, with experiences, or hey, how how did you handle this, or have you had this experience, that kind of thing. Just the communication and the support um, while we're practicing and learning something new, um, I think is great. And just and just with our questions that come up through doing the sessions, having you on Fridays guide us through, like. Like the question I just asked and Keelan asked and stuff, to know that we have that there is awesome, you know, to to get more comfortable with doing the practice.
2: Absolutely. Perfect. Oh, here we are. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jenna. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm
5: going to have to sign off soon, so I'm going to say I love you big, and and uh, I will be listening, but I won't be able to talk, and if I can't listen, I'll listen to the recording later.
2: Okay, fabulous. Thank you so much but, for being here. Okay,
5: guys, thanks.
2: Have a good day. <laughs> awesome. So, Emily.
4: Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: this is so exciting for me because... Um, I don't is that the one that There's a lot of noise? So I don't know if
2: it's coming from your background, Emily, but if it's oh. not, let me. I'm going to. If it is, do you have a. Did you have somebody like a. Can you hear me now? I can. It's just more that there was a lot of uh, noise in the background. So, um,
4: that was yeah. Oh,
2: now it's great. Yeah.
4: Okay. Because I'm not. I'm like actually in my car because there's like no space in the building. <laughs> okay there was was nowhere for me to go um and you are you are in um
2: let's see you're in what in Connecticut right
4: right I'm in Portland Connecticut and so so one of my um it was so wonderful because my boss approved for me to do this because I joined the integrative medicine committee um you know I work for a psychiatric hospital and I run a psychiatric unit um but my, I was grateful because my boss is allowing me to take this time to do this because I joined that committee and I may be able to, you know, work with some, say, maybe higher functioning patients, you know, just with – and it might be – I'm not sure. It might be more, you know, EFT level one and two stuff. So, mm-hmm. so I have some questions about that. Um but also I I don't know about everyone else but I don't have a private practice. I have like a nine to five job and there are a few people who are willing to work with me as you know, as clients. They're they're kind they're friends basically. And they're you know, willing to they want to work on some stuff and um so I don't I don't know if anyone has any kind of doubts about that, about working with friends, um, but I like I said, I don't have a, a private practice, so I, I don't have access to, you know, a wealth of clients that way. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I don't know if that's a problem, and if I'm working with someone, I mean, could I, is it okay to work with them twice a week, or is it, should it only be once a week, Okay, questions to start okay, that's fabulous. Is it okay to work more
2: than once a week, and is it okay to work with friends and family that that are willing to do it because work the work um the people that you are seeing at work may not be at this at this level right
4: now right and there and there might be a few who are like through the um addiction services patients, like some of them are they're much higher functioning um but I'm just wondering if some of them are more like teaching them more like the EFT basic recipe to help them with coping in the moment, because they're mm-hmm. also in the hospital for a really long time.
2: Okay, so yeah. the, those are the people. Um, so you're saying that there are people that like that could be a potential uh, a possibility, right? Yes. Yeah. And yet it sounds like would, it, would you feel more comfortable working with someone like Donna just wrote, you know, that she would be, will, uh, she would be um, happy to practice with you, which is a perfect setting because then you're supporting each other and as you do your own work, but you know that if you mess up, you're not, you know, causing damage, <laughs> which is really important. Um, so I would, that would be my recommendation is that either w- with each other in our group or at, uh, at this point, you can go into the EFT um, uh, tapping body, bodies for practitioners, so you can actually practice there, um, or even EFT tapping bodies for everyone. I would, it would be my recommendation that you work with, um, with someone that you may not, either you don't know or someone that is not friends or family, but I'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, it's just that Donna answered, so I wanted to um, honor her her question as well. Um, okay yeah okay. okay um uh and uh so have you used it have you actually tried uh with it with your either friends or someone to how did it go
4: oh, no i haven't my spouse had surgery and i've been you know all involved with that so
2: okay okay um and uh any any other questions that are coming up for you
4: no, well, yeah, I mean, it's just logistical. I've never been to that site um, with the, you know, having tapping buddies, and I assume that people use Skype?
2: Not necessarily, no. Most of pe- most people use phone. You can use Skype. That's a possibility. But you can like, yeah?
4: No, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm like, I am not a fan of not being able to see someone like I just I'm like so visual okay so So
2: Skype Skype may be a compromise so yeah I'll definitely talk about that piece and how to how to transition into you know being from the the person to person to being more in a little bit of a more virtual place and why to do so okay Okay. Um, and how about your expectations and desires for these class?
4: Well, you know, I'm one of those people that I just want to know it all right away. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have all the steps memorized and I want to do it perfectly.
2: <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. I, so I'm a
4: little that way. So that's just my own um unrealistic Uh, expectations of self (laughs) yes yeah it can be very frustrating so that i'm
2: definitely going to speak to that yes you know is it is it also impatience
4: um it's uh, well it's probably a good kind of impatience because all of this is very energizing to me so i get excited about it and then it's like being a little kid it's like Okay, just open the present already, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's yeah. a
4: good good kind of thing, it's because it you know, it helps me to be a little more ambitious.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the and the piece that I wanna I'm gonna talk about that is um and this is something to consider for you and for everybody, is like and and what I was saying a moment ago how compassionate can you be, right, in the process? Because sometimes we're fabulous at it, and like Ghislaine was saying a moment ago, sometimes it's just when we just own that, you know, we're learning and we're great at what we're doing, and yet isn't it fabulous that for our clients or for our patients or people that we work with that we're continuing to grow and learn so we have more to offer them, and because we're learning something new doesn't mean that we already are, you know, masters at it. Um, and is, is that okay for ourselves? Because the bigger piece when it comes to these is definitely ourselves. Um, people are going to, when we come across and we say, you know, I just learned something and it's going to be amazing. Um, are you curious? I know that it's totally going to make a powerful impact. It's going to be very transformative. Um, are, you, are you interested in trying it? Instead of, you know, it makes such a huge uh, impact in the way that we communicate. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, definitely.
2: Great. Awesome. So that compassion there. Perfect. Um
4: so what is it is that
2: connected to your expectation that what you want by this at the end of the 6 weeks is that you're a total master and you have it all under your belt?
4: I, I it would be more realistic <laughs> for me <laughs> to <laughs> to know that I've made significant progress.
1: Yeah.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Wonderful. Okay.
4: But the desire is there to really just
2: move along and get it all, get it together, right? Yes. (laughs) Fabulous. (laughs) All right. Wonderful. And by the way, at any point, if something comes up, you know, just again, take note uh, because somebody else may be asking a question and you're like, oh, you know, I I, I have a question about that. So feel free to just uh, mention it, Okay. And yep. anything else, Emily?
4: No, no, that, that covers it for me.
2: Perfect. Okay. So um, thank you very much. Wonderful. Thanks. Okay. So Donna or Coley. Coley?
6: I'm here. Um, I could go. This is Coley. Yeah. I um Like Emily, I don't – I'm just kind of getting started – well, I'm not working with any clients or have the 95 other than taking care of my kids, but, um, I'm getting started, you know, working towards being a life coach. And so what I'm hoping to get out of the six weeks is just really having guidance of how to put one foot in front of the other to get organized enough to get my 50 hours towards certification and, and then obviously address things as I'm working with people. But, um, I, I mean, maybe it's just as simple as doing the Facebook Tapping Buddy thing. Um, Anthony's been having success with that. So I could just kind of follow in his footsteps, and then it's just about creating the time. But it's nice to hear, you know, that – I don't know. I mean, I imagine if I'm not in person with someone, I actually might prefer the phone to Skype, and also I feel like I don't necessarily have, I don't know, the setup in my house. For the mm-hmm. Skyping, that would be necessarily visually uncluttered the entire time, you know, <laughs> Right. So, like passerbys or whatever. Um, so that's, you know, the those logistics aren't too big of a deal, but um, are things that are kind of weird stumbling blocks as far as getting going um, and just getting my practice and um, Anthony and I have been practicing with each other and um, we kind of, I felt like there was some awesome um, kind of new way I had to go about matrix um,
1: yeah.
6: and that there just weren't memories to work with. I'm going to talk about this without giving any details of, of the, content but basically there weren't any memories that were attached to um the issue
1: um Mm -hmm. i think
6: that might be pre pre pre-cognitive memory like you know before two years old or something so what i worked with as the as the memory was like the day before earlier in the day when when he was feeling activated and working with that and like, you know, kind of introducing his adult self to his adult self earlier that day or the day before or whatever it was. And, and then kind of offered help to himself in that moment. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just bringing it up because I don't know if you've ever done anything like that, Laura. And, and, if that is even worthwhile to ever try again, or, you know, I mean, I felt like it was effective Somewhat with him, I don't know. If, um, it was just the best we could kind of come up with about how to get somewhere with this very intense pre-memory issue,
1: right?
2: And is that because he doesn't remember things? Because he has yeah, he there's definitely no.
6: Has, oh, he's got lots of memories, but nothing that was related to this trigger. Um,
0: I am on the phone, by the
6: way. I can. Hear I know. You. I know. <laughs> Um so stop me if I'm going too far of sharing sweetheart but um no, sure. I'm trying to I'm trying to just kind of talk about it from the from the practitioner side of it trying to help someone who doesn't have a memory but is a very it's definitely about childhood but there's just not memories of what would be causing the trigger in that particular instance Um okay but it was, I don't know, it was pretty awesome to do it that way and to and for to work with the memory of being triggered, you know, just whenever it was, you know, in the recent past, you know, the very recent
2: past. Okay. And sometimes what that may be connected is how to, um, so the memories, okay. So I, I have a, a few ideas um, okay. about how to go about it. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Um, so it sounds like, and so you have definitely some successes, so congratulations uh, that, you know, you definitely are, are, um, are using it, even if it's with each other, which I think is very important. And also um, how it, it, that is, you know, bringing up the issue that you would like to practice more and find the time and how, you know, how to address the stumbling blocks around creating the time and the people that you work with. Um, so that's gonna be very important because um uh one one of the things that I'm gonna talk about is why why use the tapping bodies why not so i'm gonna I'm gonna share that okay okay,
6: yeah, I do have one friend that's agreed to do it um like weekly if we can um but she's super excited about it. We haven't had our first session yet, but I'm curious to see how that goes with a friend you know um but Ideally, I feel like I would get most of my hours with someone consistently, like weekly, so that I can build something rather than like <clears throat> one session here, one session there with just completely different people. Not that mm-hmm. it's worthless, but I would I'm, I would like to – I think that maybe when I ask people, I want to ask if they have the ability to commit to like a, a, a little series, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, kind of set it up initially that way and I haven't done that yet but now that I'm I don't know Now I'm like really trying to put like I said one foot in front of the other I think that might be the best way for me so that I can kind of get somewhere with 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 a client you know going absolutely
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely great yeah well I'll talk about that in a moment as well okay fabulous thank you so much yeah thank you so, Donna, I said that Sorry, you Sorry, no,
1: I, <laughs> I had you
7: muted on my side, too, so I had yeah. to unmute. Um. Well, you know, I really posted what I've done so far, um, which was to review and also to buy the book and start reading. And I have scheduled... Um, one matrix re printing session with a friend um, who I did, I practiced when I was doing Tapping Into while I practiced on her. So I thought she would be open to doing this. You know, some people love to be practice clients. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, you know, that all feels like success to me and I want to have already done it um, and tried it and I'm not there yet, so by next week, I hope to be there. Um, And what I really um, want from this... Well, one is the shared experience, but a a lot is to keep it present. It's easy to go and train in something and then just, just not really implement it. So being in this will keep me kind of accountable to myself to keep moving and setting people up and practice with other members of this group or <clears throat> I don't think I'm a member of the practitioners group I thought that was really only for people who were certified so <clears throat> maybe you can talk more about that when we get to that point um, and and um Yes, I totally have, as you know, that part of me that wants to already know and already have done it and <laughs> know that when I do it, I will, you know, excel at it. Uh, it's When when Lynn says, oh, I got to this place and I didn't know what to do, I'm like, yeah, but she's been coaching for so many years. What will I do when I get to that place? That's scary to me. Yeah.
2: And I, I totally understand, so I'm, t- I'm going to talk about that probably first because I think that that is something that happens for all of us, right, uh, including me. When I try something new, sometimes I stumble upon something, you know, something. It's like, uh, okay, I was supposed to do. So I'm definitely going to talk about that piece uh, and how it actually, um, how, how can we actually evolve from that, from that place, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, Fabulous. Okay, I'm going to look for a second. Anything else? I, it sounds like you are doing, you know, you have been fabulous at, um, at really reviewing and getting ready and preparing, and it sounds like the session itself is coming, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. that is, that's great. That's wonderful. Okay, great. Uh, let me unmute. Anything else, Donna, any other thing that you would like to share?
7: Um, well, it may, you know, it may never be pertinent or, um, you know, there may be other things, the ways that you're going to use these calls, but, um, it did cross my mind that possibly for one call you could do another demo with somebody, um, if that would be useful to people.
1: Perfect. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's definitely a, a great idea and suggestion. Another thing that I have done in in previous um, uh, mastery groups is to, for me to do a little demo, but at the same time, almost like. Um, Walking people through things, so let's say you know on like on the call I have, what I have done and and think about these and present ideas again, I think we really want to use that Facebook page to just jump on board and you know share ideas and what is it that we want so one of the things that I did once was just select you know somebody who really wanted to practice, so let's say, okay Donna, so you're going to be the practitioner, and Ghislaine is going to be the client, and you just have the session live right now. And with the understanding that at some point, any you know, I can interrupt and, and if there's, so, you know, okay, you can say, oh, I'm feeling a little stuck. I don't know if I'm doing this right or is there something else I could be doing? So there's, it's almost like a combination of practicing
1: nice. and having the full idea. support. Yeah, I love yeah. that.
2: So it's like a very safe space where we're all witnessing, and we can all add comments to the Facebook page, not just jumping, because it could be a little uh, could be too much. But um, so I think that could be a really powerful experience. And the last time I did it was worked beautifully. Um, so yeah, absolutely, and I'm you know I'm happy to do another demo, uh, which is also a great point because doing a demo uh, on the phone is different than doing it in person. So that's another piece that you could also get um, get from, you know, witnessing it right here and having it recorded in this way. Fabulous. Great. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, Anthony, are you still with us?
0: Yes.
2: Okay. Would you like to share with us as well?
0: What exactly are we sharing? I missed a lot of the first half of the call.
2: Okay. So we're sharing about um what has it been how has it been for you since the training have you actually practiced and what um what you, what was your experience what were your successes uh, what questions do you have and um and also the other important piece is what is what is it that you um, most want um from these uh from these class together these calls together
0: okay um Well, I uh, I immediately joined the EFT Tapping Buddies Facebook page um, after uh, level one and two, and uh, I've had three clients so far, two of which have been um, semi-consistent. I haven't actually had a session in a couple weeks now, but um, I I was finding that uh, at first I had pretty good confidence coming pretty uh, fresh out of the class and I, I noticed a certain level of anxiety that kind of started building in me as I as I went, although it didn't really stop my skills from coming through. Um, one particular client I started to feel stuck with because he was just not in touch with emotions. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I started second-guessing Myself, as a practitioner in running out of things to say and uh you know how to how to dig in him a little bit um, i I just started making some good headway with him recently as well as the another client of mine um, She seems to be very happy with the results so far, so I just gotta get her up and running um again. I guess where I'm, I guess where I'm struggling the most is, uh, I just sometimes run out of things to say and kind of stumble over myself and not, and I don't feel like I know where I'm going with it sometimes. Feel kind of mm-hmm. lost in it. Um, but I've been, I've been actually finding a, a good way around that is to just stop in that moment and check in with the client and see how they're feeling and that might bring up some additional material for you to work with.
1: Yeah.
2: That's um, exactly what you do. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I, and I think what I really want out of this uh this course is uh to solidify the skills a little bit more and I, and I know finding things to say in in, in the process is like learning a new language as it's been revealed, and I can't agree with that more, is to really solidify that language portion of it and uh, build yeah. my confidence with that.
2: Yeah. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Great.
0: Uh, wonderful. And yeah, to go to ahead. Build on, to build on what uh, Coley had said about, you know, her doing Matrix on me, with her with her method it was actually um it did work um mm-hmm. it, it did it was more of a top-down approach within the matrix um but it helps kind of unbury some other feelings that weren't really present at the time of the trigger so it did work for sure
2: wonderful and sometimes it's a lot about creativity sometimes it really is about um uh, you know just being creative with what what is in front of us, and, uh, and' trying it, and seeing if it works right um it it would It would be very unlikely that something would hurt, especially if everybody if you know the person is tapping and tapping and tapping so fabulous, great to have you great Thank so you. I do want to go back to Ghislaine. and uh, has anything else come up uh Glenn? Well, hold on because I think that I may have you muted um, a- Anything else has come up. Since you know all the questions are because um, i i'm gonna uh, you know i'm gonna answer your question how how to deal with the womb issue right when when are we taking somebody back and why would we do it, and how would we do it?
1: yeah, and I' know kind of
2: answered
3: the the same question that I don't remember her name, I'm sorry, and when she said that there's no like um like memory because it's kind of the same thing, you know like when we work with pre memory so it's like the same place where I'm stuck because so far when people were like oh I don't have any memory I was like okay just go back to the feeling and then they were going back to the feeling and then memory starts to appear but if I work with someone and it never happened before this womb like this womb thing because obviously in the womb it's kind of hard um it's kind of the same yeah it will answer the same question too like what right. do we Fair do sense. when there's no memory yeah
2: So when there's no memory, what I would suggest is you. What you said, you work with the feeling, and you really, really work on the feeling. And the one thing that I always add is that, and it's not okay to remember because it may just flood me with emotion. It may be overwhelming to remember. No wonder I have no memories. So just really naming
1: it. You know, it's
2: like it's it's okay. I I understand how. My nervous system is protecting myself from remembering because it would be too much. I don't want to remember. I don't want to go there, and I, you know, and I have actually worked very hard to not remember. So it's actually really honoring that piece. And when I have done that, I would say ninety percent of the time, the person after a few rounds of tapping said, "Oh my God, I just
3: remember something." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it so we work on the in that way. Yeah, so. yeah. And sometimes they were like, oh, but the story is quite irrelevant. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Your brain just pop up the story that it's okay to work on. So they kind of... No, not only that, I have to
2: tell you, it, it always, even though a memory may not seem relevant, it always abs- ends up. Memory. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's in a completely indirect way, because sometimes it's not about the memory itself. Sometimes it's a memory that even doesn't have much, doesn't hold much intensity, and yet, actually, the, the conclusion that they reached could have been very subtle and very powerful about who they are, or the world, or how you know how things work. So, it's uh, never discount. Once when, when you're tapping and a memory comes up, definitely look at it.
3: Um, now, and, and you said memory,
1: that
3: 90 percent like of the time. Time. But when there's really no way, you still just tap on the emotion that the person has at that moment? Because like I say, this is something that never happened to me, so I would be kind yeah. of, okay. Yeah, and, it and, would be. And when, like if what you name, I mean, there's this, like, just like the emotions, like that's it?
2: Yeah, they, well, the emotion, and I'm always bringing in like, okay, so as they're talking about the emotion, but I always, you know, interrupt either at the beginning or in the middle, and I say, okay, Let's get in touch with sensations in your body. See the the body the memories are in the body. So, mm-hmm. what if you have any sensations in your body? And it's usually very likely that there's you know either a tightness in the belly or in the chest or, or feeling like a weight in the in the on the shoulders or in the back. There's always some sort of a um, sensation in the body. I bring it into the tapping, and I you know and I say and my body actually has learned how to take care of these emotions by tightening because it's a way that is keeping me from remembering. It's like I tighten and I hold back those memories because it could be too much. So you're bringing that aspect, and then it's like, and what are the thoughts that you're having? Either Maybe some people that I have worked with, they're frustrated because they don't remember. So it's like, you know, and mm-hmm. if, you know you're feeling frustrated because what does that mean if you don't remember? Oh, I can you know, I'm, I'm not. It's and it comes up like I'm not good enough, or why would I be doing this, and I'm blocking myself. And so, even bringing that voice and just addressing that, and sometimes it takes one or two sessions, to start focusing on that, before they're actually the memories really come up.
1: That's And, 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 and
2: what that is in a the real. <laughs> oh, well, the I tell you in just a second, of course. But for okay. everybody, what I want to say is, it's okay. You know matrix is the most um the most powerful to empower people and to change uh traumatic memories and intense memories. It's not the only tool and it's i with you know with clients that I work with I'm doing regular tapping I'm doing the roar I'm bringing in what is needed when it's needed, so it's not like every session has to be a matrix session um the the one the times where I have done almost every session is a matrix session is when somebody comes to me with severe trauma, they know what the trauma is and we start working very clearly on you know and in the, the memories one after the other uh, until you know they dissipate. Um, but most of the time it's a combination. So be very gentle, kind, and compassionate with yourselves because it's not all about the memories. It's not all about matrix. Yes, it is the most powerful tool, and yet people need sometimes to release enough of the resistance so they can go there. So when it Mm -hmm. comes to the womb, that actually follows very nicely because what happens is that going back to the womb or going back to (coughs) pre-verbal, is the same, is we're actually inviting the person to just be there for their very young self. And usually, interestingly enough, I don't necessarily work with very clear memories because there hasn't been enough of a translation unless they've been told what happened. Um, You know, there's few people that have a very clear memory of their life, you know, earlier than two or three years old. Uh, Some do because they've been told or some, you know, some remember. But they always can imagine being a little baby. Can you just imagine? And there's no right way or wrong way of doing it. Can you imagine being a little baby? And if you just, you know, if you just imagine what your mom was like or what... You know, if there was like, well, I feel like I was neglected, but it happened way too young, I don't have any words, I don't have... It's like, okay, can you imagine what it might felt like for that baby? And you're even separating it a little bit. It's not about them? It's that baby that is lying on the crib, it's crying, maybe it's, you know, his diaper is completely full, nobody's coming, and nobody's coming, and they're getting desperate. And I just, I have worked with that. Where the adult comes in and soothes the baby, and I do a whole matrix just with that image. Uh, I, what I, the way that I have worked with the womb has been, it sounds, it sounds Ghislaine, that you're going to work more with the one-year-old than the womb, but I do want to mm-hmm. mention the womb because um, so the, one, um, the most recent one that I worked with uh, with someone on the womb was someone that actually has a lot, interestingly enough, this is, is going to be um, fascinating for a lot of you, but this person had a lot of different sensitivities a lot of immune issues and um, allergies, you name it. Okay, in a very, very like delicate immune system. And uh, she was convinced in her in in her mind that this had a lot to do with that her mom uh, was in her 40s and she really didn't want another baby. She already had like eight children. Uh, she was smoking while she was, uh, you know, t- pregnant. And um, and just, you know, like angry and different pieces. And she was like, you know, I know that has to do with that. We went back to the womb and the work that we did was actually, at first we actually connected with that baby and made the baby safe. So we created... Uh, a layer of protection between mom and, and, and a huge filter. So that's how we address mom's things not coming into her system. But then we also address deeply the connection between mom and that baby. And we talked with mom and why was it that she didn't want this baby, and we healed it from that place. Uh, it was very powerful because she, she started feeling better right away Um just by recognizing that she had skills and she had a way and there was a huge reconciliation with with mom and with dad, you know, later on. But that took, I think that took at least
3: three sessions where we did all mm-hmm. of that work. Um, great talking to the mom and healing the mom too, which I didn't think about. And um, what is the, um, the other thing that came up when you were talking about the mom is... Um, you know like the sibling like i'm not the sibling but the twin can she do something about the? absolutely
2: i would actually what i would
3: do is invite her to actually she
2: goes you know go back into the womb because there's a different pieces okay with this case what i would say there's there's um different parts of the puzzle here So what you said is that in the womb, she felt safe and happy and she was fine. And when about one year old is when she started feeling really guilty and she was sobbing. And so my guess is that she started in a very subconscious but powerful way downloading all the messages and all the, you know, all the angst and grief from her parents that they lost a child. -hmm. And and then she started feeling guilty because somehow you know she probably heard it. I mean, people think that babies don't hear anything because they cannot understand, but that's BS. That's you know, Mm -hmm. babies are constantly absorbing, and there's such um, sponges when it comes to energy. So she received all that, and I would actually take her back to the womb and connect with that sister have a connection and have a, you know, like a, the love for each other. And even ask the sister. Create the space for the sister to come up, just like when we do with a, with a parent, right? Have the, mm-hmm. the little baby sister. And talking, talking from the place of like the, the two souls, a conversation, uh, communicating. And ask her, tell me, you know, we've been here, we spent these nine months together. Tell me, why is it that you decided to leave right away? Can you tell me? Because I I miss you. I wish that you stuck around. I I need. I want to understand. And the sister is going to say something. My guess. Uh, I have. I've done actually something similar with with twins. Uh, interestingly enough, where she had this conversation because it was the exact same thing that happened to your um um to to your client with one tiny tweak, which was that. The sister did, uh, was alive, but she was very sickly, and because of that, my client didn't have much attention at all. So we okay. went back to talk with the sister and, how, and to heal that connection. My guess is that that sister that you know, died, uh, that was her role. There was something very mm-hmm. powerful that your client needed to learn from this experience that is going to help her in her life. There's a gift in these. Um, And the piece that is very important is what is that gift for her and how can she reconcile with her sister? Because from that place of knowing that her sister's soul came to accompany her in the womb, and that was her role. Then she had to go. She was not really –
3: she was not – yeah? Yeah, because because my fear, because this is like all about me now, it's like if if she has thought for all this life, like all those years that she killed her sister, like what happened if she kind of voiced this, like, oh, you killed me, you never let me anything, you're so mean and you're so bad. Like how can I
2: switch this? I, this uh, I, you know what? I, I, I strongly doubt that that could happen. I really doubt it. But, and if that were the case, then I would treat that sister the same way that you treat an abusive parent. Okay. I would say, okay, now we're going to, you know, we heard her message. And would you allow this internalized sister of yours, just like we do with a parent, would you allow her to be healed from all the frustration or resentment that she has, um, you know, past lives or things that happened that we don't even know? Would you allow her to, to have an experience, a healing experience? Okay. And, uh, I, and some,
3: yeah, I doubt that will come up. But if it does, <laughs> I want to ask the question. Of course, definitely. no. It's very important to be prepared because that would
2: yeah. be one of those things that is like, oh shoot, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, you treat. Yeah,
1: you treat <laughs> a parent. <laughs> yeah,
2: the, I treat a, a resentful or an angry or an unloving parent. I treat uh, that parent the same way that of any any person. That is actually impacting that memory and the, and my client the same way of like okay would you allow them to be healed would you give them the opportunity to you know let out all that resentment and anger and and whatnot so they so they they can feel good you know and they are in a better place and it's not for the client ultimately of course it is but for the question for the client is would you allow them you know would you allow your sister to have that healing, clearly she's in a lot of pain, and and she's spewing out anger because of that. Would you, are you, you know, do you care enough to for her so she can? Would you would you give her that gift, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then she may say, you know what, be prepared. You know, be prepared that somebody says no. I don't want to give that to them. You know, it's, I'm I'm upset that she's saying those things. I was like, okay, that's okay. Then then I would just create. Create some healing and some, um, some protection from that sister in this moment and really take care of the little baby that is inside um, to reassure the baby that she didn't do anything wrong. Well. Mm-hmm. That it's really not about her. Okay. Coming back to, you know, we don't really, um, that's, that's not really, a, her, her sister's anger is not really about her. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, of course. Of course, absolutely. So I'm going to move on to M. Actually, Jana, even though she's not here, I do want to answer her. And the bigger piece is like how to find flow. Is actually very simple, and is actually kind of uh, is practice. So that and it actually comes together with a lot of things that people have been talking about, which is how do you actually um, how do you manage when there's if there's a little discomfort, and that's why I think it's fabulous to do things on the on the phone because you can have your manual right, in, you know, right in front of you, and you can go, you know, it doesn't. There's no problem if you actually work with tapping buddies for uh, practitioners or with, for everyone. People know that you're practicing and you're not an expert. So I wanted, I do want to say the difference between the tapping bodies for uh, everyone versus the practitioners is that the practitioners have been practicing EFT tapping or matrix, but mostly EFT or tapping, for quite a while and they feel very confident. And the reason that we separate it is not necessarily about being certified. There's people that are fresh, freshly certified that are not really experienced practitioners. They don't feel super confident. There's other people that do before, right before their certification. So it's like, do you feel at the level of a practitioner where you are, you know, confident that you're gonna, um, you know, you're gonna provide great, um, great healing to people? So the the practitioner level is like, there's people there that have been practicing EFT uh, for a number of years. And the EFT for everyone, the Tapping Buddies for everyone, is people that are learning and growing. They love tapping. They love um, probably Matrix as well, even though some of them have not been exposed to it. Um, so it's a, I would say that if my recommendation would be go for the Tapping Buddies for everyone, there's going to be a lot more uh, leeway. Like they're going, everybody's going to know that you're learning, you know. Uh, For practitioners, it's more that the practitioners are needing support, and then they talk with each other on their issues. But there's an understanding that the practitioners already have a level of confidence and um, experience that the beginners don't have. So that's the answer, actually, for Donna and a few of you. Um, And when it comes, so again, for Donna, when it comes to transitioning, I think that it's very important to follow the client, and at any point that you feel stuck or things don't flow easily or you don't know what to say, just slow down and say, okay, let's take a deep breath. Where are you now? What's happening if you're doing matrix? What's going on with your your inner child? How is he or she doing? What is happening? What do they need? Are they still scared, or, you know, or the parent, whatever is going on, it's just like reassessing, gives you a moment to just come back to yourself. You know, the, a session has a, a certain flow on itself, and it has a lot to do with how you feel. So my biggest piece that I would say about um, trying anything new is tap on yourself and your concerns and your doubts about doing it right and making a mistake And really allowing yourself and forgiving yourself to just not be perfect, not having it all right. I remember so clearly, this was like probably, I don't know how many years ago, where I didn't know what to say or I felt kind of stuck and I felt like a little awkward and I was like, and I just learned to just take a breath and say, okay, what is going on now? And giving myself permission to switch out of, any place that you are that you're not feeling comfortable because you don 't know how to continue, you don't have the words, something is going on at any point, feel free to switch let's say that you're in a matrix free imprinting session and you're attending to the child and something is going on that you don 't know how to manage okay uh, The parent is going ballistic, and you know the child is unconsolable i 'm just making this up. Uh, and you're like, oh, my God, this is too much. I'm getting overwhelmed. I don't know how to handle all of it. And um, and then it's like, okay, let's take a, take a slow, you know, take a breath. We're going to freeze the parents, you know, because he's frozen. We cannot hear him anymore or her. They're frozen, completely frozen. Let's attend to the child. Let's tap and tap and tap on the child. And that becomes the center until the child is in a better place, depending on the time You actually stay with that until you end the session or you continue with the process. But be prepared to actually just really be compassionate and very open with yourself to do what feels right, even if it's not the prescribed matrix session. So give yourself that permission. I'm giving you that permission, and I think that is really, really important. Um, And that takes me, you know, in combination with the... um, you know, if, if questions come up as I'm talking, I'm going to be looking the Facebook in a moment. But the, the one piece that I do want to share when it comes to practicing in person versus Skype versus phone, um, there's such huge advantages of being remotely. And the reason for that is that on the phone, like I said, you can look at your notes and you can just, you know, be talking with someone and close your eyes and tap along. I'm always tapping along with people because that opens my intuition. I get more clear, so I'm looking at things. Slow down. It's okay. If you really uh, find that the connection is very important, like Emily was saying, then have Skype. But the virtual option is that you are going to be working with people that love EFT, love Matrix. Um, They're very interested in doing this work and learning more and more. And they're also more forgiving because they're not – there so there's two things there's one one piece is that they're learning just like you are, and that has to be part of the initial conversation and two uh that they're not part of your circle that if something came up could really interfere with the primary relationship, so a friend, family member. It's actually a little bit more challenging because things can, you know, can come up that can affect the relationship. Or oh, there may be certain things that they don't want to tell you because it could affect, you know, another uh, family member, and so it gets a little bit tricky. That is not my favorite way. I have to tell you that when I learned Matrix, I had a Matrix session with every member of my family. <laughs> I had just one. Of course, I made all of them cry, which was very powerful and incredibly transformative but I would not do it more. And when they said, oh, my God, I would love to do this work, a couple of them said that. I said, okay, I'm going to refer you to this colleague of mine that you can work remotely. So um, so that's, that is a broader a broader piece of who to work with, how the the tapping body for everyone has, I don't know how many hundred people in it, so there's, there's a lot of people to choose from. You can actually have interviews interview each other and make sure that it's the right person, that it's not someone that is desperate for healing, but it's someone that understands that this is about healing and it's about also gaining confidence and there's going to be a little, you know, tripping along the way and that has to be part of the equation. So take care of yourself in asking for what you want, right? That's a, that's something that I think is very, very important. So that also addresses call this question about where to get the 50 hours And with that, I want to say absolutely. I would highly recommend that, um, I don't know why something is going on that my Facebook page is not, so I'm going to, oh, there it is. Okay, cool. Um, Something may be going on. Um, Sorry, I lost my, my, here I am. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to mute everybody to see if any questions come up um but yes it is definitely better to actually um to have more than one session with a person and i would definitely uh definitely recommend that you you talk with you know you 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 have an you definitely have to have an initial conversation and that initial conversation has to entail um you know this is what i'm interested in doing i got this this training that I'm really thrilled about and I want to practice, it's a very powerful uh, experience and this is, these are all the benefits. If you're feeling, and this is practice from now, what are the pain points of the people that you want to work with? Because that's what you can even post on the, um, you know, on the Facebook page for Tapping Buddies for everyone is that if you're experiencing these, these, and these, which are the, the three key pain points of the people that you want to work with, because there are hundreds of people there, you can actually, if you want to work with people that are suffering from anxiety or they have intense memories or because for some reason you want to have more experience working with people that are not in touch with their feelings as easily, that's what you say. They ask for what you want and then, you know, have a conversation with each of those people and say, and you know, if you're experiencing these and you're interested in really having a lasting transformation and you're committed to working. You're ready and committed to working at least six sessions, you know at least six weekly sessions. Um, it could definitely be answering Emily's question. You can definitely have more than one session a week. That is perfectly okay. I have had clients where I had two sessions in one day because we uncovered something huge and we had uh, you know I, I had a cancellation and we had a session that that same day. So that is definitely a possibility. Yes, yes to um, creating what you want. So in that case, is definitely ask for what you want and really, um, really interview that person so they will know that you are practicing. You're not an expert. If they want an expert, that's not going to work. And what are you? You know what? How are you going to be exchanging? And does that work for you? Uh, so you know during this period, and then also what I would say with that piece is that at some point I want you to constantly be checking in with yourself. Uh, you know, you get your 50 hours, but maybe even you know after getting 30 or 40, you say, no, I'm ready to, I'm ready to actually charge for my time and for my value because I'm really noticing that I'm awesome at this, and I'm gonna cover that probably next time, like how to. How to, to have that conversation? When is the time to start charging? Right.
1: Um,
2: so regarding, uh, let's see, because I want to cover all the questions before I open up because of uh, time. I know everybody is here. Before, um, before I continue, yeah. Emily, I know that you're leaving in a few minutes. Do you have any other question? Unless I think no, no, you're still here. Um,
4: yeah. Hi, I'm still here. Ah. And
1: okay.
4: I can... I can um, stay on till one thirty, and then I have to hang up. But I don't want to interrupt. So at one thirty, I'll just kind of disconnect, and then I won't interrupt if you're, you know, talking about
2: something. No, no,
4: Of course. What I want
2: to know is, like, everything that I covered so far. Do you have any additional question before you hang? You know, before you have to go. That's
4: just one more clarifying question. Um, Okay. So there's mainly one. Site on Facebook. It's called Tapping Buddies for Everyone.
2: There's that yes. That is called EFT e- e- Tapping Buddies for Everyone.
4: And okay. Good. Yeah. The site that Anthony was talking about. Yep, that's the one. Okay, so there's mainly one site. And there's
2: two, but the other one is more for practitioners. So my big my recommendation would be to go for the one with, for everyone. Yes.
4: Yes, and then. Um, yeah, and I am a little confused about the whole certification thing because, um, you know, I still need to be certified in one and two. Um, so maybe at some point we could talk about that. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, definitely. And the
4: best person to talk about that would be
2: Stefan. So if you wanna, if you wanna just give him a call, uh, that would be really great. And actually okay. I'm going to yeah what I'm going to do is right now I'm going to actually put the link of the EFT tapping buddies um the Facebook group into our um into our um our group so you can just click it and it will take you there okay because okay. uh even though it's for everyone I still have to let you in I, you know there's just in Facebook it's just like Facebook so it's all kinds of you know We need to check who who we're letting into the group. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So, um, great. Wonderful. And let me see. I wanted to check. um, So is there any other questions or you're good?
4: No, I'm, I'm good. Thank you.
2: Okay. And I just looked. There's 860 people in that group. So you have plenty to choose from. And it's a fabulous way of really practicing asking for what you want and what kind of person, what kind of people would be your ideal client, the people that you really want to work with. Okay? That's great. Okay. Um, Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, so uh, I do want to answer um, Collie's question about what happens if there's no memories attached. I think that I answered partly because you're, you, you know, if somebody's triggering triggered sorry, if somebody's triggered and they cannot um connect within a memory, you can do the matrix the way that you creatively did it. You can just tap on the the sensations in the body, go tune into the emotions and the thoughts, and just tap on that just tap on that until after the person has you know you see that things have subside, uh, subsided a little bit, you can say you know. Are these, do these remind you of anything? And maybe the person says, no, no, it really doesn't. Or, you know, I do remember feeling this way when. Right. So, well,
6: like but, in this case, we've combed and combed and combed and combed, and we pretty much know what we could make up with the memories might be. We pretty much know what was going on and what's causing it he just doesn't have the conscious memory of it and i just think it's because he was too little or it's blocked or all those things i love the suggestion you had about just finding the sensation in the body finding where it's stored Mm -hmm. in the body because it's not and i think that might be something we haven't explored yet and that's a really i could see how that might unlock maybe the memory i don't know uh... Oh,
2: absolutely. That's that's what Stefan does, and we did it on, I don't know if you remember, we did it on level two, Mm -hmm. his method, and it's very much like that. It's like tuning in, very much tuning in into the sensation. Uh, You don't even have to tap duty. So my biggest recommendation would be stay with what is present, just Mm -hmm. bringing it down as much as you can, very much bringing in the sensations in the body. The body is the one that remembers. Right. And is our mind that is actually holding the memories at bay and just honoring that and saying it over and over again. It's not okay to remember. It's just too much. It would be overwhelming. It would be you know, it would be unstoppable. I would start crying and never end. It would be whatever it, you know, comes in and then say, Okay, and this is the sensation that I have in my body. This is that's why my body's tensing, it's tightening, that's why I have this pain. That's why and my body learned to protect me from that intense overwhelming memory and that well, and is okay i like that and I, because
6: it's almost and i like that because you can almost kind of thank the body for doing so you know and absolutely not feeling and like you, your body you like your body is you know working against you or out to get you or something yeah you know or just not doing you any favors actually maybe a big favor has been done you know and now you now together you can kind of shift it if you're ready
2: it's huge, actually, and I have to tell you, that happens, I would say, 100% of the time that when when there's a, a, a trigger that is stored in the body is the body yeah. help, holding back, tightening to hold back. So it's super important it to be kind because being kind and compassionate with ourselves is the number one thing that is going to help us release and heal. Right. That, right. that, that in itself, that one thing... It's huge, because the power that it that it has, you know, and this is connected with what uh, Donna was saying, and I think you know probably most everyone, but Emily was saying it was like, I want to you know I want to know it all, I want not, to not sorry, <laughs> I want to know how to do it, I want to know how to do it well, <laughs> and I want to know how to manage it, you know everything, it's a very, very human desire, you know we don't want to be in the learning process, it's painful, it's uncomfortable more than anything, is very, very uncomfortable, and our minds are trained to be critical of that discomfort. It's like it's not okay, and you should, and you could be doing this, and you blah, blah, blah. And instead of being uh, going into the place of like, I am learning. This is so cool that I'm giving myself right. this opportunity. Thank you for you know letting me know that this is uncomfortable. Absolutely. That, that's a massive door of confusion that I brought up. Um and that's why I'm asking you to consider asking for what you want. So going to that page, 800 people, there has to be five people there or, you know, or ten people there that are willing to do five sessions or, you know, six people that are willing to do however many sessions you want to do and commit. And, that's, and be willing to say, this is the kind of issues that I want to work with. This is the kind of person I want to work with. And if it doesn't work, then you actually fire that person. <laughs> you know, it's, you, this, is like a, this is a growing place where you're developing new skills. Even something like Glenn, who has been doing this for years and years, there's still pieces that don't come naturally because when, whenever we do something for the first time, there's going to be little pieces, little glitches, right? So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. So does that answer your question? Yeah, that's really helpful. Fabulous. Okay, and Donna, I think that I I really congratulate you for that document. I will look at it and give uh, give feedback or add anything. Um, and uh, you, you're you're totally in the right track. I think that um, it sounds like Emily. You know, it, within this group would be fabulous to practice because you already know. You I mean, it's almost like you share you know, you share the, the same mom and dad kind of thing. <laughs> you're you're on the same page and you know exactly where you're coming from. So that's really, really beautiful. Um, and, uh, and I think that I fully, I feel like I fully answered your question, Anthony, about how to develop your level of confidence is practice because practice really makes natural and it's a way of like, how can you be, more kind and compassionate with yourself in this growing and developing journey. You, you're, See, the other thing is that when we're naturally good at something and you all are, all of you, each and every one of you is fabulous at this, okay? You've been doing it, you actually have received it, you're committed, you love it, you're doing it, and you have an intuition and you have a brilliance about it. And yeah, there's little pieces as we're starting to work with real people Um, that, you know, that we we stumble upon. And it's like, okay, so let's take a breath and see where we're at. And it's always okay to go back to doing tapping, to just tap, just do level one tapping, do level two tapping. It's okay. Just think about, you know, I was recently telling uh, a relatively new client, Stefan spent 24 years, I probably spent that much as well, I just haven't added them up doing, you know, basically talk therapy and different ways of therapy. There's people that work with him and with me that after like about a year, a year and a couple of months, they're different people. And I know that in, the, you know, in, the, in, you know, in your life you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be working on these for a year. Yes, but guess what? You're working on these for a year instead of working for 20. And that's very, very important to bring to the equation. It's huge. Because most people think, like, oh, my God, I just want six sessions and be fixed. And, you know, it can happen. It definitely can happen. But it's not, you know, especially when we're talking about, um, you know, life core issues and very traumatic um, childhoods, it requires a little bit more. It really does. But we're talking about six months or a year. We're not talking about, you know, 10 or 20. So that's the important piece. And I know that we are... yeah, go ahead.
6: Not to, not to interrupt, but just I'm wondering if you find that the practice of EFT in general sometimes kind of attracts the people that learn about it and think it's like a easy fix, like they would never even yeah. try therapy, regular talk therapy, and so you know, I'm not saying that there's no way to work with someone that's that's thinking that way. but I'm just wondering if it kind of attracts people that. I don't know. Don't have that no. I, I yeah. I personal understanding from... of the timing that it can take to work on these issues.
2: Yeah. So the to answer that yes, you know the people that are actually looking on YouTube find EFT, do a few tappings, and they reach out to a practitioner and said, okay, how long is it is this is gonna take? And um, there's a different. So there's these actually takes me to a much bigger question, and this has to do with more of my. You know, the piece of me that is more of the business coach, but I will tell you, I will give you a shortened answer, which is: first, is if somebody comes to you with a very, um, very contained issue, right? There's, they have like um, spider phobia, okay? That it's actually something that can be addressed in three or four sessions, and sometimes it's well, even in one or two. My daughter has spider phobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes, it's interesting. That's what happens when intuition comes in. I had no idea. Um, so that it's could like be addressed. <laughs> What's that?
6: That's a huge thing because I don't want to let her drive a car until she gets over it.
2: And it actually needs to kind of happen. So so funny you said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so that could you know something like that could be addressed, and uh, you know, in a few sessions, so they're not scared of, of spiders anymore. Now that may lead to. Um, to them, recognizing that these phobias of spiders have to do with a you know a bigger a childhood trauma. Well, that is not going to be fixed in one session, right? And the, this other one piece that I will share with you that I do extensively with my clients is that every session that I have, I'm always saying, what are what is it the progress that they've been making? Where they were when they started working with me, and where are they now? And you know really talk about because one of the things is. Because EFT has almost like a, um, a reputation of being such a, almost like a miracle cure, so people do expect that is true, it is our job to actually really educate people and to tell them um, how it works. And not only that, in addition to that, because we're working with the nervous system, that means they don't remember. They don't remember how bad it was. So that's why I take extensive notes when they come to me and I say, okay, and what, what is going on? What is the cost of that issue in your relationships, in your life, in your income, in your self-esteem, in your self-care? You know, and I write everything down because, you know what, six, six um, sessions later, they don't remember. They remember vaguely, but not really that level of pain that we're in. And that's why it's very important to really educate our clients of the work that we're doing, the importance that it has, and that is that is something that we're constantly as coaches needing to develop. That is really, really important. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So that is – and that it also you know, means that you're going to have more committed clients, right? So um, let me open it up to see if there's any other question. I think that we covered quite a bit, but I want to make sure that um, the few of us that are still on the call, any questions or comments that are remaining? Probably you guys are muted. The one thing I want to say, if anybody, you know, you can just uh, just say my name and I'll, I'll be quiet, but um, between now and next week, um, what I'm really going to encourage you to do is Have at least one session, EFT, Matrix, something. Um, Connect with each other, go to the Facebook group, or try to have one session where you practice something, okay? Where you practice enough that you're starting to get used to it. You know, when it comes to, like, I'm always constantly talking about video, making video. Well, I think I may have mentioned this before. The first 10 videos that we make are trash. So the sooner that you start, the better, you you know, the faster you're going to get there. And the same with sessions. They're not going to be trash, but it's they, going to take at least 10 good solid sessions to, for, to develop more confidence. And then you get a new person and that would, you know that can make them up because this is a different person that has different issues. Um, maybe they don't have an, as easy access to their emotions. And I think that that was one piece that I want to complete that Anthony mentioned. Anthony mentioned about um, people that don't have access to their emotions. And I would say it's always huge to tap on how the body is actually holding back and protecting them, right? So we're going back to that. Um, Any final questions from anybody before we go? Okay, one last thing I want to say. Definitely listen to the recording. Notice what comes up, any questions that come up. uh, I have to do a last-minute trip. I'm going to be um, going to Argentina on Monday. The next Friday I will be in Argentina. And and we may actually, yes, I I will be in Argentina. We're still going to have our call, no problem. I'll definitely be there. I will be checking in a lot onto the Facebook page, so feel free to use it. And it's best to actually, uh, instead of, um, yeah, just put your name and you have questions, I'll be there. I'll be there and I'll be uh, looking at things, what come up, anything that that is uh, present for people, I'll I'll be right there. Okay, so if there's nothing else, I'm going to... out and i wish you a fabulous happy week for everybody have a wonderful weekend and we'll connect again thank
6: you Laura. you too
2: you're very welcome bye
1: bye
4: <laughs> with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom